Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. That was pretty amazing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm Bob. Holy shit. Again? Again you blew the intro? <laughs> Every week. It's it's my Every other week. It's my thing. God almighty. Welcome to Subtle Interference. I'm Alex. Say hello, Erica. Yo. This is our guest. Bob, say hello. Hi. Bob's the co-host. We're going to talk about so much tonight. Wrestling. That's about it. Just mostly wrestling, video <laughs> games. Oh, we should also politics. point out. We should also point out Bob has taken some Nyquil, so Bob's oh, gonna yeah. get Bob's, Bob's gonna get fucking weird in a so little while. Bob is having a bad day apparently. I would, so we're we're gonna let him go first and let him pick his topic to start off. So Bob, go. Well, I and I, I'll be quick because Erica has a list. Goddamn right, it's I have like a list. it's a whole page. How many topics are on that? There's like five. There's more than five. There's five headings and there's some subheadings. Mm-hmm. Blow so, me. I'm so sorry. The lack of professionalism on this podcast. Is so, so I have so a list like that is very professional. He's probably referring to me. And I'm a fucking guest star. <laughs> so uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, uh, which you just reminded me of, is uh, how you don't know headphones well enough to make a good analogy to the Porsche lineup. Uh Oh, was this this dumb thing that you sent me the other day? Yes. While I was watching Overwatch videos? It was, was it last night or was it this morning? I don't fucking remember. I don't remember yet. But right, yeah, talk about that. I'm going to see if I can't find this DBZ music So, video. So Alex has this mission in life, evidently, to try and convert me to Bluetooth headphones. Um, And so he sent me a link to, uh, uh what was it? Bose, Bose sound wireless like- headphones that are on sale. The Bose SoundLink 2 headphones. They're wait, awesome. wait, wait, wait. Question. Aren't the headphones that you're wearing capable of wireless? No, they're not. Really? No. Oh. They're wired. There's um, a wire right there. I know they're wired. I thought they were also capable of being wireless. No. Yeah. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about that. Continue, please. Some things never change. So, the point I... I resp- so, the headphones I'm wearing are Bose QC25 noise-canceling headphones. Um, and Alex, I said to Alex, well, Alex, you're trying to sell a Boxster to a, some, to someone who already has a 911. And, um, I'm sure that analogy makes sense to someone, but yeah, someone, but Alex, this feels like a cul-de-sac of a conversation. (laughs) What was your reaction to that? Well, I don't remember what car I I compared it to, but basically I said, no, I'm trying to take a 911 and I'm comparing it to some Porsche concept car. What was it? The, the Mission E. Yeah, this is actually the perfect analogy unlike yours. It the is 911, incorrect. the 911 is the wired headphones, consistent, always great. The Mission E is a concept car, could be great, could be bad, who fucking knows. See, just like Bluetooth wireless headphones. See, Go ahead, Bob, if tell you, me why I'm If right. you had sent me a link to the Bose QC35s, which are the Bose wireless noise-canceling headphones, your analogy would have been correct. I think I found it. What's your next topic, Bob? <laughs> People have already shut the fucking podcast off. This is why my topics are short. Go. Next pod, Next topic. Go. I don't think I actually had anything to talk about. <laughs> so wow. can... All right. Okay, so do we want to... The next one, I see I see Bob wearing his Star Wars jacket mm-hmm. here. 
whatever it is. Hoodie. It has a hood. Zip up. Oh, my God. oh fuck you. It's a hoodie. It has a zipper. Go back to Pennsylvania. Up. It is a hoodie. Go ahead, Alex. So there was quite a bit of anger this week on the internet, especially on Reddit, over the loot boxes and anger on Reddit. Anger on Reddit is insane. What? There was a lot of anger on Reddit this week over the loot boxes in Battlefront 2 because they are uh, quite abrasive. Mm-hmm. And it brings about the whole loot box conversation in general in video games where you're preying on the weak-minded with gambling mechanics essentially well and that's the that's the part that's so shitty about it is you know one the the publishers will never come out and admit that it's gambling because no, of course they won't why would they but it because then it'd be regulated exactly well it was like when what was it DraftKings was like oh this it's not gambling this isn't gambling it's not gambling it's not gambling, it's not gambling. what are you talking about but i mean this it is clearly is oh my god that was amazing those oh god they had like protests about it with all of their employees if you you haven't seen it dear listener go look up the john oliver last week tonight clip on DraftKings and uh fanduel it's amazing (laughs) but fanduel that was the other one yeah but it is gambling yes you know and they can say whatever the fuck they want it's gambling and this is the kind of thing that you know the government should be saying hey it's gambling motherfuckers like, no one is. I think it should be regulated, sure, but that's not the world we live in anymore. Well, no, and that's You can do what whatever sucks. the fuck you want. You can touch 14-year-olds. Well, you can, So like, many companies... It's cool. Everything's cool. So it's many fine. companies are doing that now. They know that the Trump administration is not going to regulate them. I don't even think it's just the Trump administration, as much as I would just like to lay it all bare at the feet. People don't look at video games that way. No. Um, and I'm talking more in a broad sense. Like I've noticed since the beginning of the year, um, I've been getting a lot more telemarketing calls. I've, you know, things that are, uh, robo calls to cell phones. Things oh, because we did also just kind of delete anything that Obama did about anything. Well, even if they, we did, including like hunting elephants this week. Did you see oh, that? Oh my God. But even if, even if they didn't change the regulation, these companies are just like, oh, well, they're not going to enforce no one's jack paying shit. Attention, right? We can do whatever we want. And you're seeing that now. I saw I read an article today that banking, the banks are now doing more high rate loans uh, that, you know, only destroyed our economy in 2007. But Bob, that was 2007. Oh, yeah. This is 10 it's, years. It's later. 2017 now. And people have only gotten smarter. Oh, yeah, totally. It's going to be good. I mean, it's going to be great, and we're not going to be living in the road warrior apocalypse at all. So that was a long detour um, from Loot Crates and Battlefront 2. Yeah, we kind of grabbed that and just kind of rested it from you, Alex. (laughs) Sorry about that. Go ahead. Well, there's there's not much to say. Basically, so what happened was uh, people were flipping because when Battlefront 2 starts, you know, in the multiplayer... You have certain heroes and villains from the franchise that are unlocked by default. So, mm-hmm. say, mostly people from the current movies, like Ray or um, who's the bad guy who's all emo? Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. But some of the classics are locked behind a credits wall. So, like, you know, Leia, Luke, Darth Vader, you know, characters like that are locked behind a credits paywall. And it was something like for the big characters, it was like, 
60,000 credits. And having played two hours of the game, 60,000 credits is an insane amount. Like, we're not talking about something you could get in one day. We're talking about, like, three to four days of playing constantly Mm -hmm. type of work. So, Reddit flipped. Uh, EA's response on Reddit from some idiot community manager was, well, we want these things to feel important when you unlock them. <laughs> and But it shouldn't feel like, oh, hey, I, I just bought this new game and I want to play as Leia. Oh, I have to play for like a month straight yeah, exactly. to, to get it? Especially if you're a casual player who's not playing every day, you would really filthy, have to have... Filthy it would take casual. forever. Well, you two are casuals. Right. So filthy, filthy casual. What ended up happening was the first thing that happened before was EA's response was downvoted all to hell. It became the most downvoted Reddit post in history. Oh, it was amazing. by a mile. Now a lot of that was probably botting, I would say, based, based on how fast the downvoting was happening. But nonetheless, extreme, extreme levels of downvoting because if anyone knows how to generate bad press. It's those guys at Electronic Arts. Yeah, I very, mean, this is a skill. Yes. This is a skill. <laughs> so they ended up, in response to all this bad press they were getting, they did end up reducing the amount of credits required to buy all the heroes by 75%. All right, well, that's something. So it's certainly a lot easier to unlock these people now. It's not... Sorry about any noise people might be hearing. Bob the dog just can't help himself when it comes to bones. <laughs> he knows we're podcasting. I think he might be eating, but he knows we're trying to do he, something. He's like Bob the human. He's a lovable idiot. Aww. <laughs> you guys like me. But you're not a useful idiot. Well. Though that's kind of a good thing. So. And the other thing they ended up doing to try to get some positive press was... They removed the ability to spend actual real money on the loot crates for now, but they're going to bring it back. I was going to say that they're just trying to kind of appease people a little right, bit and hope people stop paying attention in like right, a like couple months. two weeks. Right. Well, that's that's the that's the whole problem with it, and that's one of the reasons I won't ever buy the game is because it's you know this is a tactic of the game industry. They they float the balloon, they deal with the negative press, and then they kind of. Just creep it right back well, in. Well, because people are just going to, they're going to come in and they're going to buy the game anyway. Right. And we were really excited when we heard that first Battlefront was coming out. But then we found out it was like online, like multiplayer only. And we were like, oh, well, we would never ever play that because that's not really our jam. So, mm-hmm. and I really liked those first two Battlefronts from back in the day. Those were really good. Mm-hmm. You know what? Having the little bit I've played of it, I actually think you guys would enjoy Battlefront too. That's what you say of every multiplayer game. Oh, you'll really like Destiny too. Oh, you'll really like Titanfall. Ooh. The look that Alex <laughs> is giving Bob right now is one of pure venom. And I think if I wasn't married to Bob... I, I think Alex would be leaping across the table and punching you in the face. First of all, I never said you would enjoy Titanfall. I've ooh, said shit's getting ooh, real now. you would enjoy Destiny because it's co-op. You don't actually have to go shoot at other humans if you don't want to. Because I know that's not a skill you possess. Wow. Hurtful. <laughs> and I've said you would enjoy Overwatch because every character in Overwatch isn't run mcgunny call of duty soldier guy you know that's run mcgunny 
Call of Duty soldier guy. If that's not yeah. an actual character in the game, though, no, it actually is kind of one of the characters. I was going to say, I think that there is one from the the Soldier Seventy. No, no, no. The that's, vast amount of videos I that, watched yesterday, I believe that there is a, a character. There, that is, that's what I want him to be named, though. I, until we get a game with that character, Bob, you got to be the change you want to see in the world. I guess I just got to start game development. I mean, that's an industry that's you know totally worth getting into. Isn't toxic and doesn't reward you in any way for sure so do it do it to it so you know ea with the um the loot crates they did try to just stop the bad press for now but they are going to bring back essentially all the stuff of course they are people are moaning and groaning about and rightfully so i mean this is going to keep happening over and over and over again until you just don't until you're just too until people stop buying the games they're right right you know, cause and even then, they're still gonna fucking do it because they don't really like. They're the games industry is like just is fucked. Because remember, like a couple years ago, and I mean, this is a talking point that you'll hear, you know, but where they were just like, oh, survival horror games, people don't like those anymore, so we're just not gonna make them anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you had your Outlasts, your um, Amnesias, those indie games came in and filled the space, and we we're like, no. People people do actually want to, they, they do want to play these games. And now suddenly you're seeing like survival horror games again in the in the great and the uh, larger games industry again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, they just like come up with this shit and they're just kind of like, well, this is just what we're gonna do now. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like how they keep playing that single player is dead. No, it's not. No, no, it's not at all. It's no. not dead. It's just way harder to make a lot of money off of it. You know, if you if you here, look, here's the perfect example. Look at Overwatch In Overwatch. They still have the loot crates. I'd say they're the least predatory of all the loot crates, but it's still the same sort of issue. Um, Damn it. Why did I say um? I hate saying um on the podcast. It happens to the best of us. Damn it. It's okay. So in Overwatch, it's just cosmetic stuff. The The only time I would say it's actually predatory is every once in a while they do a seasonal event. You know, they'll do a Christmas event. And for three weeks, there's a bunch of stuff you that you can like only special, unlock for right. that three weeks and then they're gone again until the mm-hmm. next year. So that, I do feel, is a little bit predatory because if you don't get that thing you really want, you might start spending a bunch of money on loot crates. And it does but matter to people. Like At, it, least, it, th- at least in that game, though, it's only cosmetic. <laughs> It could be so much worse, right. as we see with Battlefront 2, where you have a bunch of things in the loot boxes that do heavily affect gameplay. It's not just cosmetic stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's all still going to be there. Yeah, that's never that's not going to change. But look still, at, people stop buying this shit. But my point was, look, we don't know how much money Blizzard is making off these loot boxes in Overwatch. I'm going to assume shitloads. Oh, yeah, they're doing Piles it. and piles. Sorry, piles. Mountains of money. Everest-sized mountains of money. Yeah, they're they're uh, Blizzard's doing okay. <laughs> well, that, you know, it, it ultimately gets down to the thing of like when a company be, you know, every company is in business to make money. No, no, there's no company out there that's like, oh, we don't need to make any money. Well, because you, you go under. You can't think of a company as your friend. No, you can't. Company is not your friend. No company is your friend doesn't give a shit about you they give a shit about your wallet that's all that they but, care about but you know every you know most companies when they start out it you know there's a product they want to make they want to make it good they care you know they're interested in this topic and that's how most game studios start 
you know, until fairly recently, you didn't get many like game studios that started because they're like, oh, this is just a market we want to make money in. It was people who are interested in games. But then it's also the case of what you see in kind of every other aspect of life. It's these larger companies buying up all these smaller companies until there's only the larger, massive conglomerates. Right. And now it's not... It's They really couldn't give a shit about the product anymore. No. Because people will buy it. Right. So and this is what well and the same thing happened uh, with the iPhone, you know, just for, oh, you for across industry example. everywhere. Like we talk about this when we go to movies all the time, and I think this is a good segue. We go see these dumb movies. We are part of the fucking problem. Like you know, we went and we actually paid money to go see Batman v Superman: Colon Dawn of Justice. We are part of the problem. I dragged you to see Transformers Five. We are part of the problem. Bob has been convinced for months that Justice League was going to suck. He wanted to go see it on release night for the podcast. We're oh, yeah. part of the problem. And I will readily admit this. Well, the, we as in you two. I'm not part of the problem. <laughs> I'm a saint. Oh, yes. Clearly. Yeah. But sure should, we, should we jump into uh, some snap judgments about Justice League? Yeah, we can talk about it a little bit. Sure. We are going to go and see it. I think uh, maybe at some point this weekend, Alex is like going to murder himself because I just said that. And we will have a full kind of report on our one of our usual conversations on after the movie. We also have a Thor Ragnarok episode in the hopper, but... I can't recommend either of those. I wasn't on them. They yeah, probably fair. sucked. That's fair. <laughs> you liked Ragnarok though, right? Oh, the movie was good. I'm saying you. No, I knew what you were saying. I'm just saying. Probably so. I, I wanted to get your you on the record saying uh, that you like. Yeah, Thor. I mean, you know, it just came out, so I don't want to do like a bunch of spoilers. No, no, no. Just kind of. No, general. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very loose, fun, moved quick. Uh, great music choices. Chris Hemsworth was the best Chris Hemsworth I've ever seen. <laughs> that's for sure. Usually, he's about uh, as exciting as. The blinds on the wall. I mean, it's usually just there. I think window the, dressing. The, the our review can or our conversation can pretty much be summed up by it's Thor wrecking shit to immigrant song twice. Go see the fucking movie. <laughs> um, but no, let's uh, let's make some snap judgments about Justice League. I had a few things uh, on this. Um, for some reason, they think delaying the Rotten Tomatoes score until it was either yesterday or today was going to help like the movie in some way i don't well rotten tomatoes made that decision right well, i thought the reason it happened was rotten tomatoes wanted to drive interest to a new like video series that they're doing was and that they wanted, the deal and they wanted to unveil unveil the rating on that series to try to drive interest that sounds really stupid that's i'm almost positive that's the reason okay that's dumb for another reason it's then. not doesn't have anything to do with that bullshit of oh rotten tomatoes scores are influencing our released week uh i would like to talk about that though because i think it's bullshit like, I don't know about, and maybe there are people out there who are like, oh, the Rotten Tomatoes score says it's only like a 70. Oh, I'm not going to go see that movie. I mean, if I think, and I like to go see crappy movies, I like to go see good movies. I like going to the movies and I like having something to talk about afterward. Uh, that's most of the reason why we went and saw Transformers 5. Right. Um, and I wanted the to go The worst movie I've seen in theater. And I've seen Avatar. I Really? The Last Airbender. That was the worst that you've ever seen in the theater. Yeah, because I I try not to go to shitty movies. Bob should have to watch Bulletproof Monk. 
that's the worst movie i've ever seen in my life i remember you ranting about that after you saw i i knew i avoided that one i've never there's been two times ever i thought about walking out of a movie theater one was bulletproof monk i can't remember what the other one was i was with i think it was just a girlfriend or something and we were seeing ang lee's hulk oh was that during your experiment phase it was during my experiment phase um no it's just a friend um my experiment phrase was in college. Um, what uh, we almost walked out because it just kind of was like not really our jam. Um, wasn't what I was really expecting. I think if we went back and watched it now, though, uh, you'd have a greater appreciation for that movie because kind of it's Ang Lee. He's not like, you know, whatever. And then I think I actually did walk out of the Silent Hill movie, that first one. I've never seen it. You're missing nothing. It's Boromir wandering around for, like, yeah, it's it's not a good movie. There's some interesting visuals, but, eh. But, yeah, there was, like, five minutes left, and it was one of those. It, it was, like, when I was playing Final Fantasy VIII, and I was, like, I don't really care. I don't care what happens to these characters. So I'm going to beat the traffic, and I'm just going to go. So, Well, and to, to your original point, you know... When movies come out, you've often decided, regardless of what Rotten Tomatoes says, whether or not you're going to see it. I mean, look at you guys. You guys are going to go see Justice League no matter what. The Rotten Tomatoes could have been negative 50%. You're still going. We went and saw Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice the Tuesday after it came out. And everyone in the universe was like, this is a terrible movie and you're going to regret wasting three hours. But we I fucking did. win anyway. We did. That was the other one. Batman versus Superman. I wanted to walk out. That movie was so shit. The only good part was like the four minutes Wonder Woman with the awesome with the awesome theme music. Oh, oh, that gets you pumped, doesn't it? So fucking good. Get that guitar going. Well, what I think is crazy is no, no. We looked at each other. What was it like five minutes in, and we were like. Why did we fucking do this to ourselves? It was so depressing. It was so boring. It was all bad beginning to end. Yep. Other than a four minute stretch. But that was even laced into a terrible big CGI battle. Because if there's a DC movie, we must do a shitty CGI battle that looks like it was made in a basement somewhere. Can we talk about how bad the CGI looks in these trailers? Oh, for Justice League? It looks horrendous how much money do they spend like i've mm, seen better graphics of millions in path of exile which is a five-year-old game it's free to play it's a joke <laughs> the graphics are a joke it's it's shocking to me how bad the graphics looked in the uh in the trailers you look like you had something to say and i interrupted you earlier yeah as is my want well that's okay okay but I oh, was, oh it's kicking in guys i was going to say I mean, there, you know, I, I've read a number of articles about how, you know, when they go through and analyze it, they're like, critics' opinions don't matter for blockbuster movies. Uh, your big movies from the studios. Where critics' opinions actually matter are for your small indie films. Or and they what, can make or break well, an indie film. it's the same film. with, like, an indie game. Like, the only reason Undertale really got as much, like, attention and traction as it did was a lot of folks, like, you know, prominent critics were like, oh, oh, no, this is good and you need to go play this. Right. For me, the only time Rotten Tomatoes or its like for whatever industry really matters is when I have nothing to see. I go to, I want to go to the movie theater. 
I have nothing I really want to see. I'll jump on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll be like, okay, this is 90%. I've never heard of it. Let's go see it. Go check it out. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I ever go look at Rotten Tomatoes. The only time I ever really hear about it is if somebody else is talking about it. It I don't care. It certainly doesn't matter nearly as much as the studio executives think. Well, it was not. They're wondering up in their fucking eyes. Well, it's just a scapegoat. Wow, why doesn't anyone want to go see Batman v Superman colon pile of shit? Because it's a terrible fucking movie. But it's easier to blame. You know know what? I haven't seen it. I'm sure. I don't even know if it exists. I'm sure there must be a Batman v Superman triple X porn parody. There must be. There's not. That is probably a better movie. Probably. We should have a watch party. It must be better. I have no doubt it's better, right? How could it be worse? I can't think of anything creepier than sitting around with a bunch of people watching, watching porn. porn. Yeah, it, it would, that would be really weird. <laughs> We're related. I was, we I can't thought, do that. I thought it would have been really weird the moment I said it. Yeah. But nonetheless, <laughs> I bet you that's better. I mean, no doubt. I mean, the animated one that they did, I don't even know if it was really a versus, but they did a Batman and Superman animated adventures uh, fucking movie, like hour and a half, whatever, or maybe even been an hour. That shit was awesome. Like, go watch that. Most of the animated movies are really good. It's just, I don't know. And then it just feels like with this new one, they're trying to course correct too much. They're trying to be like, oh, well, Marvel's, well, the whole thing has been, oh, Marvel's doing this. So let's just try and do what Marvel's doing like without all of the 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 eight to six years of build up that they did. So when did Iron Man come out? Two thousand six. It was a while ago. Ish, and then Avengers yeah. was like twelve, two thousand twelve. Ish, about right. But you took time to develop these characters, you know, and it's just you can't just suddenly throw a whole. <laughs> okay, so we have confirmed. There is a Batman v Superman triple uh, X uh, porn parody. Who does it star, Erica? Who does it star? Carter Cruz, Kaleo Valentine. I probably said that wrong. And Aiden Ashley. Wow. I don't recognize any of those. All guys. those people, probably better actors than Ben Affleck. I liked Ben Affleck as Batman, though. I thought he was all right. He was one of the highlights of the movie for me. Oh, you're allowed to be wrong. Yeah, thank you. Okay. So I just Erica, don't think they understand Superman at all. I mean, we talked about this a little earlier when we were uh, coming back from bowling. But yeah, it just... They don't know what they're fucking doing. And they're not willing to take the time to right the ship. But I do think that... One other thing I wanted to talk about in regards to this is that I think it's time for Zack Snyder to kind of step away from... Those movies, because it has been him. It's been him and, uh, what's her name, Patty Jenkins, that directed Wonder Woman? Maybe? Yeah. That's her name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's been the, like, the executive producer on all of the DC movies, effectively. Well, they want, they, they clearly wanted to center their universe around the Zack Snyder vision. The DC Murderverse. The DC Murderverse. we've talked about it before. 300's awesome. It's the one good movie he's ever made. Uh, it's it's the one we enjoy. Let's not. Oh, it's a call good it movie. Good. Get the fuck out of here, Bob. Go to bed. It's, it's not, an entertaining it's movie. I don't think it's a good movie. What's better? Let's do a little update from two weeks ago. What's better, Bob? Three hundred or Commando? Ooh. Bob has seen Commando. Bob did. I see make Commando. things happen on this podcast, people. <laughs> 
I well, declare we, it, it we, gets done. We watched uh, Time Cop. You randomly put that on. And then after Time Cop was over, we were kind of scrolling through. And I was like, oh, Commando's on here. We need to watch Commando immediately. Because Bob had not seen Commando, which I still don't really understand. Commando is amazing. You know, and I think we talked a little bit about it after it. But what is so great about it is it's a dead simple story. Yeah. Dead simple, and you know it's centered around uh, a, a you know this little thing, and it's just a pure action movie, and it's fun. It's filled with it's Arnold's gonna go quotable. Arnold lines is going and, to murder shit. Yeah, fuck you. That's asshole. all it is. Fuck you, asshole. You know, it's, oh my god, it's wonderful. If you want a movie that's really deep and has lots of meaning, and every little thing means something, go watch a Wes Anderson movie. Um, but if you just want... If you're trying to make an action movie, make an action movie. Go watch an 80s don't, action movie. Don't, don't make it super complicated. I don't need it to be all dark and dour. And this isn't like light, like they kidnap his daughter and they're going to make him like take over a or kill some dictator or some shit. Okay, dead simple premise. He's got... The amount of time it takes to fly from, like, L.A. to this fucking country. Okay, go. It's great. And murder everyone. And, you know, because of the simplicity, they don't get bogged down in things. To compare that with, like, Transformers and how stupidly complicated those movies have gotten. Hey, Sully. Remember when I said I'd kill you last? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> you can totally see the string that uh that actor is hanging from though when arnold like lifts him over and i don't even fucking care yeah. it's that kind of shit that like in a shitty movie you'd be like oh you can see the fucking thing but i don't care okay. i don't care show me that all of it just, that must have just been for safety purposes because i have no doubt arnold, oh, arnold could have held that guy yeah, there that was for just, about a year we, we don't want this actor to die so this is just for safety but whatever hey, oh that movie did you leave us anything just bodies. <laughs> Let off some steam, Bennett. Oh my god. It's so good. I eat green berets for breakfast, and I'm very hungry. <laughs> oh god. It was it was delightful though. There's it's like a fun twenty watch. awesome lines. And they all land. And now all you're gonna perfect. cooperate, right? Wrong. <laughs> uh, it's just it, it was a delight. That was a very fun evening. The best. Time Cop is fucking ridiculous, too. There are so many great Arnold lines, but one of my favorites is still in Predator. When he's sitting there in the forest, waiting for the Predator, and he's covered in mud, and he screams out, Come on! Come and get me! I'm right here! <laughs> well, Predator has the all-time great get to the chopper. Get to the chopper! I mean, that's just, that's all you need right there. Come on, who could ever argue that Arnold isn't one of the best, like, five actors of all time? He's the man. If you're looking at it through the action movie lens, yes, I would oh, a thousand percent agree with Erica, you. Listen, you know, you're just, you gotta stop hating. I am a haterator, you know, that's kind of my jam. Erica, uh, before Bob passes out dead, <laughs> I know you want to talk about what? Louis C.K., so go. Oh, are we just gonna, we're gonna jump into that? That's yeah. a hell of a segue right okay. there. Um, no, it was just, I didn't, we don't have to get like crazy into this. It's just kind of, it's, it's really disappointing when there's, and I mean, it's a dumb thing to say that it's disappointing. Like, oh, I like his art and it's disappointing that he like 
whipped out his fucking hog in front of these like women and like jerked it in front uh, of them. Let's not get carried away. I mean, I don't want to make any assumptions, but I'm going to say hog is a little bit of an overestimation. A little bit? Yeah, yeah. you think so? <laughs> let's go like battery. So sad like uh, Brett Favre dick? Oh my God. If that, if, okay. If that was mine, I would not be taking any pictures. No, no pictures. Doesn't matter if you're Brett Favre or not. They The, the hot chick Jen Sturger or whatever asks you for some pictures. Oh, you know, my camera's broken. Yeah, my camera doesn't do photos. Sorry. <laughs> you know, there's not good light in here. There's not good lighting. It was the lighting. The lighting. It was just terrible. No, but I mean, I don't have a ton to say. It's just, uh, it's, it's feels stupid to say it's disappointing because what the, f- it's my fucking opinion. Who gives a shit? Nothing happened to me. But it just, it, f- it, it fucking sucks because it's, it's like, it seems like it's fucking everybody. Well, it sucks because he's got the great show on FX, which isn't on right now, but, you know, the show Louie. Well, and he also he seems to, better, like... better things with Pamela Aldon, which right. is awesome, too. Well, and he seemed to get it, you know? That, like, yeah, it is real, like, it can be hard for fucking chicks out here. And then you find out that, oh, okay, it's because of people like you. Well, awesome. Thanks. It's this really weird spot where... This is one of these situations. Would you describe this, what he was doing, as sexual assault or harassment? I mean, not that my opinion matters, but I would say that's more... I would say... uh, I don't know, because you're, like, fucking exposing yourself to somebody. Maybe more harassment? I I, I really don't know, Alex. I put it more under sexual harassment because it seems like all the stories are he called me up or he asked me if I could jerk off, you know. It wasn't like I'm locking you in this room, holding you against this will, no, against your no, will, but and I'm think, whipping my dick out. I think the the kind of not sinister shit comes after where it's these women were like telling like, "Hey, you, this fucking happened to me," and then he's going around like saying they're liars and having his like fucking agent or whatever mm. like trying to quash the story and be like oh that never yeah. happened they're lying well i mean so they left you, comedy of and course that's what he's gonna do fine but then you're losing these these other voices in this kind of male dominated space and that's what fucking pisses me off because you chase them away but this was valid and then you come out with your non-apology apology and it's like all right whatever the fuck dude when I read that apology, I thought it was pretty sincere. He mm. never said sorry, but I did think he was apologetic. Yeah, but two weeks before, he was saying that they were liars. Well, so, but they all say that. I know, I know, but it's they, just every, like... Everyone says everyone's I know, lying I know until that. they're backed into the fucking but corner. But then it's right, you're backed in the it. corner, and it's it's you like, you let me try any, and save some face. You don't get any face. brownie points. No. It's not like, oh, congrats, you finally told the truth. No, you're not getting that. But I would just say in terms of that apology, I was fine with the apology. I mean, it didn't do anything for me, but it just... Look, I mean, he still jerked off in front of women. I don't know why. I don't even know, you know, I can't put myself in his mind. I don't know why you would want to do that. I don't know why you would want to whip out your hog. You're not James Ellsworth. You're not the big hog. Oh, poor James Ellsworth. Hey, Erica. He had a great any, tweet, though, because there was any something. Any man with two hands has a fighting chance. There was something. And when you're James Ellsworth and you want to jerk off in front of some women, let me tell you what, according to Daniel Bryan, he needs both hands. Stop it. Big hog. The big hog. Um, What was I going to say? He had a great tweet, uh, and this is kind of weird to jump from that to this, but because uh, it's uh, Carmella and Big Cass are dating in real life, right? And there was something about No one them. told him. 
That was fu- he was like I had no idea they it was unbelievable. It was hey, funny. Did James Ellsworth not overachieve? The chinless wonder had multiple matches with AJ Styles for the fucking WWE Championship. He got to kiss Carmella on TV. He raised I wonder, his... you know, I wonder if they rehearsed that. Like we need to go over this again. <laughs> that's just that's gross too though. But uh <laughs> Um, what was I gonna say? No, his like indie booking fee now is like oh, homie. Homie is set for insane. life. He's the living over He lived the fucking dream. That man. just goes to show you one unscripted promo on TV, and you can grab people. Well, that motherfucker was memorable as shit. That first time oh, that he faced Braun Strowman, I loved when he faced AJ Styles, and AJ went to put him in a chin lock, and he just slipped right out. That was fucking hysterical. That's that comedy wrestling. That's like. Perfect. Hey, you know what? Right before he got fired, even though he was like a million pounds overweight on television wearing only trunks, he had a really funny match with Becky Lynch, actually. Did you see that a couple weeks ago? I did not watch the Becky Lynch I think match. it was I last to, week though. on SmackDown. It was on SmackDown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, it was shocking that they even allowed an intergender match but well, i think that been they've been building to that for a while between yeah, those two i think that's the right way to do it when it's a guy who's a jobber going against a top level woman and she can just dominate him i mean he got nothing in that match he got dominated from beginning to end which is the way it should have gone sure well because it's becky know, fucking lynch right women you know should just be dominating all men erica yes let's just be real correct men should be in the fucking kitchen Yes. Making us some fucking sandwiches. I mean, if they can cook. Oh, Bob. Bob's getting the stink guy. Oh, my God. We'll save that later for marriage counseling with <laughs> Alex. Uh, what else did I have on my little list? Well, so the Louis C.K. thing, you know, the point is, and this is actually something I wanted to talk about. I read one of these stupid fucking articles. I don't know what people think about this, but... It was the whole line of thinking of this is just all men, and when men get in positions of power, they abuse it. That's bullshit. This comes down to character and opportunity. I don't these think guys it's... have the guy like Louis C.K. or the Weinstein idiot or whatever. These are guys with poor character, and, and but they like are Weinstein, poor character in positions of power, though. Yes, that the, is like, a factor. Weinstein is just a terrible human being. Louis C.K., he clearly has this one, like, sexual deviancy that he should not be engaging in. Well, and there are certainly certain kinds of sexual deviancy that you should totally, like, engage in with if, if you have enthusiastic consent. Go to town. Yeah. I don't care what you're fucking into. Well, that's one thing that... As I... long as your partner's into it, well, it's the, fine. The, the Louis C.K. thing's weird because he did have consent, but he was in a position of power, so... You shouldn't be doing that shit at work. Well, that that's because I don't think those women were like they were like I don't know what I can do here. Am I because if I say no, am I going to get fired? Like it, it blurs the lines there. That that's that's it's a not like problem. you're Costanza f- like having sex with the cleaning lady like enthusiastically on your desk in, in Seinfeld. That's a problem. Is that frowned upon? Was that wrong? Go ahead, Bob. I'm sorry. That's a problem that I generally have with a lot of these things. Is you know I th- I feel like a lot of these guys, you know, especially in the entertainment industry, like, I think they genuinely don't f- think they're at work. Like, even though they clearly are. It's work, right. You know, like, you, 
like and if you're the producer on a television show and the woman is like a writer or a PA or something you are in a position of power or over even, her even in the Louis CK situation that's what I'm talking about I mean I don't know well what no she no was. like an executive to over to a PA that's there's a power structure there 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 is a clear the employer the the producer is employing you know the yeah but i think they still all think oh we're in the entertainment industry it's not right. fucking work no right. no it's certainly there what makes it harder in like the louis ck situation and what blurs the line more is there is no formal structure there like they're technically not co-workers he's not her boss you know in that situation but clearly because we have brains and we're human um you know, you know, okay, Louie may not technically have any formal relationship with this woman, but he's he's got a position of power because influential he's influential. Comedian. Right. Right. So that takes away what the problem there is, that takes away any like I don't know if it takes away any, but it takes away a lot of that legal part of you know, there are a lot of things where, you know, there are there could be legal ramifications. Like if Kevin Spacey is touching a fourteen-year-old boy, like there's there's legal th- problems there. I don't think anything Louis did was illegal. Well, no, you could definitely get fired from a specific job over that, and well, he's and lost a lot of sexual his... harassment. Is that's something you can get prosecuted for? But he, it's not. But, but in this, in this case, case, he in had this consent. specific case. He had consent. I mean, I wouldn't consider, and I, I, I don't know what the legal ease is for this, but I don't consider it like enthusiastic consent. I, I would say, I would say, in because this... that's like saying, okay, like I forced this, and again, I know he didn't. I don't know. I don't know everything that happened, but you're like, because there's there's rape victims who say, yeah, they like, you know, may have said sure, but but I th- it, it's a blurry kind it, of well that and that's the problem and that that's kind of what i'm getting at is in this environment because there's no formal structure it makes everything blurrier no it is blurry but i think you can i i don't think and, i don't right, think i know you don't right? anything louis did was legally wrong is morally and ethically reprehensible but i don't think he crossed a legal line. i think bob's point is in this specific circumstance if you had a clear job, like for example, Louis. Oh no, had, I, I understand Louis what he's saying. FX. I just I don't know what the again. We are we are not lawyers. You know, Louis was at FX. He's where he has a, he had a little job at HBO. You know, he was going to be on that special with John, the one John Stewart's hosting on HBO. I don't remember the name of it, but I did like know, John Stewart being like, "Well, I didn't know anything about he, that." He got fired from all of that, so that's an example of. You're doing something that's wrong, so you're being No, no, fired, I understand what he's saying. I understand what he's saying. It's still not... I think Bob's point is you would have a hard time winning like, a civil suit. Right, no, which I can... I understand Because you that. gave consent. Right. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't... But, no, it's still wrong. But that's the problem with all of these things is you're going to... Okay, he's, you know... Because Louis there's school. varying degrees of consent. Does that make sense to you? Yes, that makes sense. To right, because it's one th- like again. There's like, you know. I, but I, how do you judge that? You know, that's you know, and I, I think well, that's one of the problems. There isn't. Well, that's exactly, and that, and I think it's easy to prosecute in a workplace. You know, if you might, you know, if you were in a situation where a boss sexually harasses uh, an employee, 
Now, what if you're a prominent uh, 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 judge in Alabama and you're a kid toucher? Um, you should burn in hell after sitting on a cross. Uh, but didn't you know? Like no, 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 no. Didn't you know that um, Joseph like got with Mary, and then there oh, was, yeah. and then they, he helped well, raise Jesus. Uh, okay. So it's all the cool. Other, and she, here, here, she was a virgin. Other, and she was underage. Here's so it's the all other cool. problem I have. The, it's all the, cool. These these are not equivalent comparisons. No, it's a different thing. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Like, I was trying to make a comical su- uh, segue. So thank you for torpedoing it, jerk. Because <laughs> I, I don't really want to go into the well, Roy Moore stuff because it fucking depresses no, me. No, it's... Yeah, but... I but mean, it was just sign of a, a side swipe that, sort of well, thing. Well, it's an important point, though. But you make that side swipe and then it, it kind of implies an equivalency, but they're not. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you start talking about Roy Moore, even jokingly... Like, that starts to make an equivalency to the topic you were talking about. And there is a very clear difference between Louis C.K. and Roy Moore. And we were talking about this earlier at dinner. I think there's a clear difference, but then you also have these prominent men in power who are like, well, I never did anything like that, so shut that woman down, because she's just a liar. Right. So there's an equivalency there, I well, think. There is an equivalency there, yes. I wanna, and I want to talk about... So stop about... shitting on my jokes, Bob! I want to talk about this, too. Great jokes, Erica. I mean, it wasn't. It was a shitty segue, but whatever. <laughs> I I have a real problem. This is when I was talking about character and opportunity earlier. I have a real problem when I start reading articles that this is just a men thing. And men do these things when they rise to power. This isn't a men thing. This is bad, shitty human being behavior. If you, I'm certain, I'm certain without a shadow of a doubt... Let's say you take the entertainment industry. What position of the high rank? What percentage of the high ranking positions are held by men? Is it like ninety percent? I wouldn't have it. It's a, a f- well. You've got Kathleen of- Kennedy, who's queen bitch of the universe, and then the rest are men. Okay, so the majority, the vast yeah. <laughs> majority, are men. Yes. Let's just say, for example, you flip that, and suddenly it's the other way, and women are in all these positions. Do people really? Are people really so naive to think? That if women were in that level of power, all these same things wouldn't be happening. If you get bad people to high levels of power, they're going to take advantage of that situation. This is just a human thing. Like it's, I yeah. just I think it's so reductive when I start reading online. I w- no, I'm going to agree with you. I completely agree men's, with you. It's just a man thing, and it's men's fault. Because then what you're saying essentially is like, oh, just lock up all men and throw away the key because these retards just can't get on board with acting normal. I mean, I don't agree with the use of the word retard, but... Um, well, I was just let's, doing... Let's... I was doing about as good of a joke as yours, Erica. I know. <laughs> I know. Bad jokes. But um, mine didn't have any hateful language in it. Erica's flying an airplane right now with her I arms. was. It was fun. I had a really okay, go good ahead. How, how tall is that horse let's, she's sitting on, let's... Alex? <laughs> <laughs> well, all women are better. Didn't you just ta- hear about the article yeah. that Alex was talking about? That's what I got out of that. No, so, I don't appreciate when people are like, oh, women are these like infallible, like mystical creatures that could never do any wrong. No, we're just as shitty as everybody fucking else. We all make mistakes. Everybody's garbage, and it's just that's the way the fucking universe is. It's the old thing. If you take 100 people and put them in a room, doesn't matter what gender they are or whatever. How many of those people are going to be huge assholes? 95. Well, <laughs> at least. Well, and it, it does raise an interesting question. And Sarah Silverman talked about this a little bit the other day. You know, she said she still loves Louis C.K. 
She hates what she, what he did. Um, but can you love someone who's done a shitty thing? And that kind of starts talking about, well, you know, what, what can you do as a person to redeem yourself? When are you past the point of redemption? And I don't think Louis CK could ever redeem himself to the point where he could be on TV again or even doing stand up. But yeah, I think we all thought that about Mel Gibson too. And he's fucking in movies now. I had that. I thought about that too. The other day I was like, wait, are we going to get 10 years down the line? And suddenly Louis C.K. will be able to come back. I guarantee you there will be a point where Louis C.K. will be able to come back. I definitely think Louis C.K. in five to ten years will be back in a prominent position. I it's completely not, agree. It's not like Weinstein. Weinstein, he can never come back. He's banished forever. He's fucked. No one's ever going to forgive that guy. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. will be forgiven. I he but and here's the question and I've I've this is a question I've wondered for a long time. Well, we've had conversations yeah, about what you're about to say too. You know, you talk about like in the the criminal justice system, you talk about doing your time and being forgiven. Um, you know, when it comes to sexual related offenses, um, can you be forgiven? And is there a possibility to come back from that? I'm stopping myself from making a Law and Order SVU joke. Like, and it's it's well, killing me to not make it, but I'm not going to. And it's different, right? It's different depending on what you did. If you mm-hmm. went and you jerked off in front of women in some highly questionable circumstances, that's one thing. If you went into an alley and you raped a woman, that's completely different. Right. There's like, if you levels. did, like, that one fucking, like, the swimmer dude from, like, Stanford or whatever. I know his name. I'm not going to say because no. I don't want to give he, him the where satisfaction. Where he's raping her behind he a dumpster. Where he behind the dumpster. And, but, but he was a good kid, Alex. He was a really <laughs> fast swimmer. So he only got six months. We don't want to ruin... Is that all you have to do is swim fast? You don't want to ruin his life. That's how good it is to be white. Oh yeah. Oh, let's that, not, that's let's, let's, let's not do that. Oh, but let's it's true. That. We don't have to go there, but it's true. Alex, that's the fucking truth. Are you serious? There's no black. There's no bad black people. Or I'm not Asian saying people. it's not that 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 aren't bad, but like, if that kid was black, he would have been in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, at Stanford, yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Well, that's. I would say. It's I mean, we less, don't. We don't have to get into all of that, but that's just a. That's just a fucking like specific circumstance. I would say it's less about what color your skin is and way more about how much money your daddy has. Well, which goes back to the color of your skin because, well, you know, nece- not necessarily, but not necessarily the law more likely on. if we're looking at averages. Sure. No, usually if you're rich, you're, you're usually all right, but that doesn't even matter. All the I'm time. not. I'm not going to sit here and deny white privilege. We're a bunch I of just, fucking like whiteies. I, let's let's <laughs> yes. I'm white just, privilege I'm is just, a thing. It, and... it absolutely exists. I'm just saying there's bad people everywhere. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. No one's saying that there isn't. This isn't. I'm not making the both sides argument. Okay. No, no, there's no, no. no. We good, don't think that there's you not are. some good people in that fucking Nazi group. We're not going there. Both sides, Alex. Bad people on all, all sides. sides. All sides. All sides. There were some good people on that side, too. That guy driving that car, great guy. Just, you know, a little misunderstanding. Great dude. We don't want to ruin the rest of his life. No, he just no. killed somebody. It's fine. <laughs> fuck face. Um, no, but uh, where the fuck were we? We were talking about, like, it. you know, is it possible to redeem yourself after this? Depends on the offense. See, I think that you would have to sacrifice yourself, destroying Boo to attempt to save the world. And maybe then you would be redeemed. Fair. Or tell off Yellow Diamond. 
God, and be Vegeta, super Vegeta cute. Is the man. He really is, isn't he? He's glorious. You know what I was watching yesterday that was awesome. Topic when, change. Ding. When when Trunks shows up on Earth for the first time, when he time travels back and Frieza's there, Robot Frieza, and he just dominates the fuck out of Rose Robot Frieza and Frieza's father. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. It's glorious. And Frieza's father is like, "Can I check out your sword?" Oh, that's a great moment. What and what does he say? He's like. I think all your power is in this sword. That's what I believe. And he goes and to he swing goes it, the... and Trunks is just like, yeah, no. nope. Wasn't the sword, Jabroni. Is? Exactly. Dead. Oh, oh, that's fun. Good topic change, Alex. I it was a good topic change. I approve. I also, of course, the best scene ever, maybe in, well, it's not the best scene, but one of the great scenes of Dragon Ball Z is when Goku first shows up against Vegeta and Nappa, and Nappa, and he powers up. Oh, when everyone has been laid waste to. Erica, Erica, like please, he... I'll, I'll prompt you. Vegeta, what does this power? What does the scouter say about his power level? I, I don't want to destroy our recording equipment, so I'll just say it's over nine thousand. Come on, come on. I'm not going to scream it. I don't want to destroy it. <laughs> and Bob has know. headphones on and they have noise canceling capabilities. I'd like him to be able to hear for the rest of his life. Yes, that would be eh. nice. I care about your ears. Thank you, dear. Even though you scolded me earlier. I didn't scold. A little bit of a scold. So I'm not going to go over every match because if I don't care, I'm just not going to Well, talk are you doing NXT first? That's what we're do... doing first is NXT. Okay. So Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan. And... Lars Sullivan is the most meh wrestling name in like the history of wrestling names. Okay, we yeah, need a name not, for you. Oh, call him great. Lars Sullivan. Okay. You know what I would like to start doing? Maybe not this week because I don't have like a pen and paper in front of me. Mm-hmm. But we should start picking winners and losers just for fun. To Do see like. Have... We have a pen. And there's paper. There you go. Maybe the three of us could start picking winners and losers for these matches. So we could um, see our general understanding of booking and how good we are at guessing shitty outcomes. Sure. I'm into so, that. You know, look, uh, there's not much to say about this match, but Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan. Erica, who's going to win? Well, I would say Cassius. Uh, uh, but he's also kind of there just to be a job guy. That was what exactly what I was just going to say. I think he's just kind of there to elevate these people. You know, he's not someone that they're... I, I don't know that he's ever supposed to be anything more than enhancement talent. Right? So I'll go I, with... It's weird, I guess so. Biff Mick fucking generic name. <laughs> Bob, take a guess. Do you want to flip a coin? I should roll a die. Do we have a die? Flip that. Okay. I mean, we didn't say which was which, so... No. We probably should have done that first. Let's go with the even. So the second one. Lars Sullivan? Yes. I'm going with Cassius Ono. Alright, so Eric and Bob. KO. Who's Alex? Actually, I th- I do think just putting in mind the uh, a complete random would be a very interesting analysis to see, you know, what a completely random selection would do and compare it to how they actually book. And Sweet. see if you can actually find a pattern. 
But that's basically what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what you did. Exactly. How about Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream? Which, by the way, is an awesome name. It is. He's just much better than Lars Sullivan. It's a much better. Hey, you know what? I gotta give it to Velveteen Dream. He's got a great elbow drop. It's fine. Yeah, Alistair Black is going to kick the shit out of him, but... Is that who you're picking to win? That is who I'm picking. I will also get Alistair Black. Bob. Alistair Black. So, starting to get a little bit more interesting I like his dumb theme music. It makes me happy. We have Drew McIntyre, the NXT champion, versus Andrade Cien Almas with Zelina Vega. By the Who way, was supposed to be his sister. Yeah, right? I think I said at some point I thought she was supposed to be his sister, but it's not. Oh, it's not. Okay, no, it's because just that was like not the vibe. Random. I was getting from them at all. Mega hot chick. Okay. <laughs> Who's good at doing Hurricane Ranas? All right. Um, I think this is actually going to be an okay match. Well, Drew McIntyre is gigantic since he came back. He's on that Jinder Mahal diet. His chest is like thirty times the size it used to be. You got Biff. Minimum. Uh, Drew's only had the title for, what, like a month? Mm, two months, maybe? Three He's months? not dropping it. Not to Almas. I'm picking Drew. Bob, what do you think? Albus Dumbledore. He's going with Almas. I know, he's, he's trying to he's be being clever. Cute. Okay. I will go with McIntyre. Some of these are, matches are, you, are tough to pick. Are you calling shenanigans, though? Because it does sound like you're having well, a hard well, time. But we're not. We're just picking who we think at the end of the day is going to be the winner and loser. Okay. Even if there's a DQ or something. Let's say there's a DQ and technically Andrade wins, even though he doesn't become the champion. Well, he still won for the purposes of what we're doing. Okay. I'm into that. So I just think over time, if we do this for years assuming erica doesn't murder me after this podcast ends which i'd say is uh, up in the air you're both getting stabbed in the neck after this one just so you know (laughs) i'd say it's it's certainly up in the air yeah um i mean though to be fair like that could just happen at any time because i'm a hysterical woman so oh my god she loves her knives i would just like to say i'm with all women i love women i like women more than i like men moving on we have does he get scolded for that that was that was not clever either. No? Nothing? I'm not trying to be clever. I'm trying Nyquil. to do this long. Nyquil. Nyquil. Bob, okay. Bob is having a really Bob's fading fast. It's getting what's worse happening. as time goes I'm on. I'm still too, here. No thanks to me. So we're doing the match for the vacant NXT Women's Championship. We have Ember Moon, Kahiri Sane, Nikki Cross, and Peyton Royce. Who I'm sure will have Billy Kay hanging around somewhere to do the. Uh, it does say with double, Billy K. Double Australian, you know, fucking screw job finish, probably. So I think this match is pretty interesting because I think your logical feeling would be to put it on Ember Moon or Kahiri Sane. But after you've had a dominant champion for a long time who was pretty much a babyface the entire run. I don't Until they think attempted you... to turn her heel. Yeah, that went poorly. She it was did. still an awesome baby face. It went very, face. very poorly. Talking about how she was the son or something. It was amazing. It was. It was great. I think you don't want to put it right back onto another baby face because they're going to be compared directly you going cross? to Asuka. No. Are you going no. Peyton? 
I'm going Peyton Royce. Interesting. I think you put it on the scumbag heel who's going to cheat to win relentlessly to not draw the direct comparison to Asuka. Interesting. What do you think, Erica? I don't know, actually. Like, my gut says... I don't think they're going to do it with uh, Kahiri yet. I think it's too no. soon. Um, I mean, Ember's been, like, chasing it for a real long time. But, like you said, I don't know that they would throw it on somebody uh, on a baby face again. I would like to see Nikki Cross, like, wrecking shit, though, as the champion. So I'm going to go with Nikki. Even though I think your logic makes more sense, I just enjoy the shit out of Nikki Cross, so... She is pretty great. Mm, that's who I'm going with. Remember when she had that great match with Asuka on NXT TV? Where they, like, the ladder? legitimately where they, tried to kill they each go, other? They went off the ladder onto through the announce table to end the match. It was the last woman standing match. Was that the one where Asuka, like, really badly banged her head on the, uh, the entrance ramp? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I think that was the last one. Bob, who's anyway. winning this match? Ember Moon. Ooh. Definitively. Is there a reason you're going with Ember Moon? No. Sweet. Or so. is there? I'm sorry. She's going to harness her lunar power. Okay. All right. Then we have the, the Red Moon? The War Games match. Now, Alex, you were going to explain. The namesake War Games match. So what they're going to do, it's going to be a little different than previous war games. Well, first of all, uh, Bob doesn't know what a war games match is. No, let not him, at all. Let him know. It used to be, it was, instead of having one ring, there's going to be two rings next to each other with a steel cage enclosing them. And there was also a ceiling on it. And it used to be, the way the match would go, I think, was it would start off there would be it was it was usually like two teams of five and it would start off 1v1 but then the heels would always have the advantage the extra man like you know it would come out another person would come out it would be 2v1 but it would always be the heel who had the extra man then the baby face team would come out to make it even 2-2 so they could have some so they could make their comeback for a little bit Heal again, 3-2. It would keep going like that over and over again so the heels could generate heat. And then the difference was to get the win in war games, you would always have to either submit or give up. You couldn't be pinned. I think in this one, they're doing pins as well. Could you escape the cage too? Am I misremembering? I don't think so. I just, there was that one with like, what, what was the alliance to destroy Hulkamania? Oh, God, I don't know. It was a clusterfuck of epic proportions, but I, I could have sworn that they won by getting out of the cage. But I could be thinking of something else. Anyway. So what's going to be different about this one is I think there will be pins. I haven't looked into this super closely. I'm almost positive there well, will be the ability to get a pin. Three, it's also right? three teams of three instead of 5v5, so that's going to be different. It's not for the NXT titles. The titles are not on the line as far as I know. Doesn't look like it. And there won't be... It'll just be a regular steel cage surrounding the rings. There is not going to be a ceiling on it. So there will be the opportunity to do stuff off the cages. Which is right where you but want But I be. think it's just... I think it's just first pin or submission wins the match. Okay, interesting. From any team. Hmm. Now the three teams are the authors of pain with Roderick Strong. Sanity and uh, the Undisputed Era... I think the Undisputed Era is going to win to try to establish them 
as the top faction right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, because uh, do they have any, like... They haven't been around for that long, right? No, just not a couple just, months. just since the last takeover. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking Adam Colcott, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly are going to win. Which I think makes sense, because Sanity's already been in NXT long enough to really make an impact. And I think the Authors of Pain have been as well. Yeah, the, the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong don't really need to win. And also, I think there's a very real possibility Roderick Strong turns on the Authors of Pain in this match to then give the Undisputed Era essentially a four-man team in this cage. Hmm. I think that's also a very real possibility. Interesting. Okay. I think I would go with uh, the Undisputed Era, personally. Bob? I'm also going with the, the Undisputed Era. Oh. Just because yeah. I really like that name. It's kind of a great name, isn't it? It's kind of a shit name, but you're allowed to be wrong. I'm never wrong. Mm-hmm. But Just you're often right. Sometimes less right. Okay. So, I th- I'm not sure. What is the pre-show match on... It's on Survivor the pre-show, series. so who gives a shit? It is not important enough to put on the main show? You know what else isn't going to be on the NXT main show? That it might not even be getting recorded for TV. It might only be for people in the building. They're doing Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano for the UK Championship. Are they really not recording that? I don't think so. That's fucking bullshit, because like, we were That's texting criminal. about it. I would be all about that fucking match. Is it really not... I don't think so. It's not on the fucking card anymore. I think they might be doing Shawn Michaels versus Johnny Gargano, though, in an ab-off. I'm pretty sure. I'm also fine with that. Oh, come on. I really wanted to watch that. The ab-off? Dunn v. Gargano. Which two women could do an ab-off? Current women? Yeah. Like, okay, so... She's always wearing a ton of clothes, but I think Becky Lynch is ripped. Yeah, Becky Lynch is stacked. Nikki Bella's got some intense abs, doesn't she? Sasha's in great shape. There's so many women. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. All right. This is a tough one. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. I'm not sure what the pre-show match is. It might be Enzo and Callisto. Mm, I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, it is. I'm not going to go over all the... I mean, well, I guess we do have to go over them since we're giving predictions. Enzo versus Callisto, who's winning? I don't care because it's on the pre-show. No, who's winning? Pick. No. What? Why should I give a fuck if you're putting... There's a championship on the pre-show. Erica, I don't know if it's on the pre-show or not. I honestly don't know what the pre-show match is. It's got a little P next to it on Wikipedia. I can guarantee you it's on the pre-show. Don't roll your eyes at me. We don't know for sure. Can we pick? Who do you got? Oh my god. I'm picking Enzo. Bob? Uh, Enzo. Erica? I'm abstaining. Oh boy. Alright. Lesnar v. Styles? Look, Lesnar's gonna win. I know, and it sucks. I'm so like it's it's such a better match than Lesnar versus Jinder would have been. But oh, no, you're not, you're for, not wrong. Ju- like, ju- just for my entertainment, I would have loved to see Jinder beat Brock Lesnar just to watch the internet explode. <laughs> that would have been pretty fucking great. You're not. What's like, Jinder's finisher? Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, it's like us fu- trying to fucking remember WrestleMania from this year. It's like a Cobra Clutch Slam. 
but I can't remember what the name, what he calls it is. It's probably something delightful, though, isn't it? I mean, it? it is, it is, because he is the modern-day Maharaja. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think Lesnar's gonna take this one, and it, it sucks, because I'm just so, like... I'm over Lesnar. I really am. It's just kind of... I'm not over it. I don't know. I'm just kind of... It, it's... it's. Oh, he's our fucking champion, and he's never on the show, and... I, I don't know. I'm just kind of meh on the whole thing. And it's cool that people are still about him. And it just, I I would love to see, and it, it's almost like the match I wanted. I wanted uh, Lesnar v. Brian. I thought that would have been fucking great. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I mean, Brian would have lost. Oh, he would have. He would have, but it would have been a great fucking match. I mean, this is going to be, this Lesnar style. It's going to be great. Assuming it doesn't turn into some stupid jobbing, which you never know. Dumb shit happens all the time. Well, and the other thing is, I mean, we all thought that Hospocalypse from uh, the last pay-per-view was going to be fucking great, too. And that well, that, that was just dumb. That was, was really good for like five minutes, and then it went off a cliff. And then they like all ran out of gas or something. I don't, I don't know what the fuck happened, just... but... Like, it got, it was weird, weird match. It was great, and then it just, they, like, hit the brakes, they drag-shooted it, and then it was like, oh, are we not doing this now? Well, it was like when the Shield versus, like, five dudes started. Oh my god, And so... it was awesome for, like, ten minutes, and then it went completely off a cliff for twenty minutes. So I have some other friends that watch wrestling, uh, my buddy Alex and my buddy Adam. You remember them, they've been to the couple of shows with us, right? Nah, fuck them. Okay, whatever. They loved that match. And I was just like, are you guys kidding me? That was terrible. It dragged. It was really good for about five minutes again. Then at the end, it was dragging. That match was so 40 minutes hard long. in the middle. In the middle, it felt like it was never going to end. They were getting the heat on the baby faces for fucking ever. Dean Ambrose couldn't get a table to break to save his fucking life. <laughs> First, the bar tries to do like a combo razor's edge onto a table. Table doesn't break. It didn't work very well. Later on the stage, on the fucking stage, the poor guy, Kane tries to choke slam him through a table. Table doesn't break. Oh, God. Is Kane on this card anywhere? Um, I don't think so. He's probably going to, he's probably going to show up. To get Braun out of that Raw, the, the SmackDown versus Raw Survivor Series Here's match. Here's the other thing. Here's the thing. Real quick. Just, just, I don't need Kane to be a thing anymore. There's no, no reason can, for Kane, for Kane to be on my television. And you know what I'm really worried about happening? Like, really, really, really worried about happening is The Undertaker coming, like, on this show somewhere and fucking old manning it up. No, I think they're going to hold off on him until he shows up on that, what is it, the certain anniversary of Raw Oh, shows. like the 25th anniversary of Raw whatever, or whatever. Whatever it is. Stay retired. Five trillion episodes of Raw. It's only getting better, Erica, every year. I mean, that's not true. The ratings are going up. Everything's great. This is like how Trump views the thing. Our biggest audience ever on Monday Night Raw. Oh, fucking Linda was on Twitter the other day being like, oh, I'm so happy about the tax plan getting passed. And it was like, oh, you fucking moron. That's great for her. Oh, yeah. They're going to be doing great. <laughs> her and Vince are probably going to save millions. Yep. Or Stephanie and, well, uh, Stephanie and Shane. So Stephanie Bro and Shane. Was but anyway, I'm picking Brock and AJ. Who are, picking? Who are you picking, Bob? Brock. What's next? You're, we're all picking Brock? 
Yes, we're all picking Brock. It'd be nice to be surprised, but it's not going to happen. Why don't we go over Team Raw versus Team SmackDown? We have Kurt, well, this is the men's match. Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and The Game. Triple H. That shit on Raw. Total burial of Jason Jordan. I just love that Jason Jordan's in the ring, whining like a fucking bitch forever, just whining and whining and whining about wanting to stay in the match. He has to be turning heel, right? Please tell me he's turning heel. He was whining forever. It was brutal. But it was like they were trying to have this moment in there between father and son. Like this, this meaningful moment and Kurt being all like, oh, this is such a hard thing. And no, maybe I'll let him stay in the match. And then the fucking motorhead hits and it's like, fuck all of you. Triple H is here and he's, he's in fucking like that. Let's, oh, like early, early aughts form. Like, no, you're all like, fuck all of you. I'm the best. Triple H was awesome. If you're not going to do it, I will. Jason Jordan's out. I'm on the team. You know what I will say? The beard game is strong right now. Oh, Triple H looks like a million bucks. The beard is is outstanding. Well, he knows he's going in the ring. That's why. He's like, all right, let's do this. Speaking of looking like a total geek, Triple H turns around, boots Jason Jordan in the fucking chest or stomach, whatever. Kurt Angle stands there. Hits him with the pedigree. Kurt Angle just stands there like a jabroni. And does absolutely nothing. Could you imagine what would happen if your father was standing there and you were the one? Let's pretend you were getting pedigreed by Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> How would your father react to that? I mean, I would hope better than fucking Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's just like <laughs> Kurt Angle just like throws his hands up. Oh, what I, are you I doing, would appreciate buddy? At least a hey. <laughs> Don't do that, please. Could we at least put a hand on his shoulder and pretend like you were going to do something? No. He just, like, stands there, watches it. Triple H, you know, laissez-faire, gets out of the fucking ring. Kurt Angle just kneels down to check on Jason Jordan. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Well, I've had better days, Dad. My head just got driven into the fucking mat. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. It was hilarious. Just couldn't know one. As usual with all... I mean, look, I love Triple H. With all Triple H segments... Everyone looks like a dork except for Triple H. Well, it's like with all Stephanie McMahon segments. I, 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 when Stephanie's like going full Stephanie, like at Mania that one year when she's coming out with like the fucking like dominatrix gear and she's got like the skull mask going and like she's giving these grand proclamations. Great. But Stephanie McMahon can never get her comeuppance. Once a year. Once a year she gets the soft bump into the table. Wouldn't it be nice if just one night. Stephanie was just talking a line of shit endlessly to Asuka, and Asuka just kicked her in the fucking head. Be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just kicked her in the head, put her in the Asuka lock, go to sleep, bitch. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be. It'd be great. The unfortunate thing about this whole Survivor Series, we'll call it a debacle, is that you're focusing it around the McMahons. Well, as all their storylines are focused I know, around the McMahons, I just, I don't so fucking care about them me. at it's, all. Who it's gives always gonna shit? Be, it's always going to be happening. I know, I know. It just, it's, it's... I actually think you know. with a lot of the changes they made to the card, the card is actually very interesting. By the way, I never said it, but Team SmackDown oh, is Shane sorry. McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena. 
So, who do we think is going to win this match? Because this is actually pretty tough to call. My gut wants to say Team Raw because that's the A show. But then you got Cena on uh, SmackDown. But don't you feel like what they're building towards is Triple H versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania? And if you're going to do that, don't they have to lose this match? I'm sorry, I just kind of went to a place and I was like, is that something that I want to fucking see? It's not going to be great. No, because Kurt... Kurt Angle's pretty run down. Yeah, it's like, let's stop. Let's stop, Kurt. Let's just, let's not. And I don't need... it's always going to happen because mania isn't mania isn't about the culmination of storylines anymore mania is just about let's put the faces out there that you guys recognize and we'll 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 go from there i mean i'm looking at this i think i think braun is going to get taken out of the match in some way by kane you know he's going to get like ripped through the ring or something roses are red violets are blue sugar is sweet i'm not finished with you Braun's the man. <laughs> when Braun rose out of the garbage at like the Terminator and then threw his arms up and yelled, it was the best. Braun won my heart with that whole ambulance shit with Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, he was the biggest baby face ever. That was just like, I, I don't care what you ever do. Roman Reigns I tried to murder him and he got up and walked away. What a monster. Did they ever think anyone would boo him ever again? What's amazing about that is I'm sure when they booked it, they really thought that Roman Reigns was going to get cheered over that. Which is like... Well, and they loved that prolonged ambulance beating. Didn't Kevin Nash do that to fucking Triple H? Remember when Kevin Nash threw Rey Mysterio into the side of a production trailer like he was a lawn dart? I do remember that. That was awesome. Those are good times. Uh, we I was actually reading about uh, uh, bringing up Rey Mysterio. Uh, they uh, Uproxx just did a write-up about um, Halloween Havoc 97, where they had that amazing cruiserweight match between Eddie and uh, Mysterio. Oh my god, they were so great in WCW. Fuck yeah, man. They were like the two best wrestlers in the world in WCW. It's outstanding. Um, I don't know, I gotta go with my gut. I'm going Team Raw. How? It, it just goes to show you how badly mismanaged WCW was that they had Ray and Eddie in their prime, Dean Malenko in his prime, Chris Benoit in his prime. It's insane when you start going down the list of people. They had Jericho in that company. Yep. You could have done amazing things if you had not just given- Crow Sting. Oh, Crow Sting. Well, you really want to look at that a- That music. Oh. Dun, so good dun, 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 if you want to look at a fuck up of epic proportions you look at that fucking starcade 97 match man oh my god you what? had a year of build up to something and it was just like a wet fucking fart they had goldberg on the greatest win streak in the history of pro wrestling and they somehow lost a ratings war i think Bob's just kind of swaying in his seat at this point. Bob, Team Raw, Team SmackDown, who's going to win? SmackDown. <laughs> he's making it hard for me to maintain my anger at him because he's just kind of like wavering around in this very comedic manner. I'm going to also pick Team SmackDown. Okay. What are you going with, Erica? I'm going Team Raw. Okay. Well, we finally have something where we don't have a complete clean sweep on. 
We had a few of those in the NXT show. I know, I know. We had. We should we have... at some point, though. I would love to do a conversation about WCW and how much they fucked up and how much oh, this like period of WWE really has that same you, feel. You know what book I want to read is that? Uh, is it the Fall of WCW, the one Brian Alvarez wrote? I haven't read that either. We should I read that read and we that. should talk about it. Did you, you know? We'll just go completely derail here. Did you ever watch the Ric Flair 30 for 30? I haven't seen it yet. No. Oh my. I need to watch Damn it, it Eric. I know, I know, I know. You sent me the link and I, I have to watch it. I even gave Pop the link. You huh? too. You said it. Remember when I told you how to find it? No. We were sitting there in a bar, in a restaurant, whatever. No, work's going to be said, a lot more chill this week. So, because it's the holiday, I'll have some time to actually be able to sit down and, like, watch a bunch of the shit I need to Remember watch. Remember I told you to search for Ric Flair 30 for 30? It's the second link down. I genuinely do not remember this. That's but... how much he pays attention to you when you talk. <sighs> Hurts, don't it? Apparently he's not paying attention to anybody based on what we've learned tonight. Cesaro and Sheamus versus Bob's the Usos. editing the whole podcast. There's not going to be anything. We're probably gonna have to. It's gonna be like five minutes long. It'll just be, uh, hi everyone, this is Bob. Um, Holy shit, you blew the intro. The end. The end. Cesaro and Sheamus, the Rock Tag Team Champions, versus the Usos, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I think I gotta go Usos. I would also go Usos. I really hope the Usos win because heel Usos are the fucking best. It's weird the way that... Isn't it crazy in Everyone WWE? Everyone who's a heel is awesome. Where it's like... Because their concept of a baby face like, is so skewed and terrible. that you It's like Rusev. It's like... It's Rusev. Oh like, God. no, man. Well, I just want to say about this real quick. I... Believe me, we're going to talk about my man Rusev. I just want to say I love the thing the Usos do where they're cutting the heel promo and they're shit talking and they're finishing each other's sentences. It's awesome. It's pretty great. They're playing off the twin thing, Erica. (laughs) I still never know which one is which, even though one tends to be a little thicker than the other. Yeah. I think the thicker one is Naomi's husband. I mean, we are terrible white people, so we can't can't tell people apart. Uh, Yeah, I can't tell twins apart. There's only one reason we could... Sorry. There's two reasons we can tell apart the Bellas. It's got nothing to do with their faces. No. Hey, real quick, guys. I hate to interrupt this wrestling talk, but I am curious. Does anyone have any interest in Domino's Cheesy Bread? No. No. Damn it. Why? Were you going to order it right now? Are you really? Are you hungry? I mean, I ate, I, a, I ate a lot of wings, and I'm I'm still, like, fucking stuffed. If, if, if you're but... going to order it right now, I will have a few. Also, you're not going to be awake by the time it gets here. Well, then I'll just have them all. Oh, there you go. I'll just play that long con. Um, I, I want Cesaro and Seamus to be more of, like, a successful thing, because I fucking love Cesaro. I hate Seamus, though. See, I don't hate Seamus. I like Seamus. He's just so... He's like the black hole of charisma. It's the exact phrase that went through my head right now as well. But I enjoy, I think Seamus is a good ass kicker. And I think if you gave him a decent mouthpiece, he could be something. I enjoy Seamus. And I, Cesaro's like, I fucking love Cesaro. So I'm picking the Usos. You're picking the Usos. Did Bob pick? No. He was talking about Domino's cheesy bread. I'm picking the bar. 
Are you going to order that cheesy bread? No. Oh, now I kind of want it. You fucking no, weird. right? And like Cesaro and Seamus do the whole like fusion thing and the power up thing. I love them. I love what fucking dorks they are. Is Cesaro, but... is Cesaro a Dragon Ball Z fan? Oh, yeah. I hope he is. Yeah, he is. That's awesome. He's got like a, he's, he's like, like a bit of a gamer too. Like Cesaro is the fucking man, you know? All right. So that was No, me. you know who's the best. Rusev? Speaking of our next match. The Shield versus the New Day. I loved when Renee Young put her fist out like she was in the Shield. That was cute. That was awesome. We're getting weird over here, guys. Jesus, Bob's Bob's getting near the end. We're just trying to get through these picks. So Bob I can really, call it. I need this match to be good. I'm gonna be really. I think this is gonna be a really good match. Well, uh, the Shield are winning guaranteed. No, no doubt, no doubt. But I want this to be like a hearkening back to those great like six those three v three matches. Yes, like give me like I might even fucking watch it before I go to bed. You remember those Shield matches with the Wyatt family? Oh yeah. Oh. The Shield against Evolution. That oh. was awesome. Yes. That was Batista at his height of Blutista. <laughs> When he came out with the fucking, like, like, dude, what are you doing? Batista, at the end there, when he gave no fucks. When he leaned in. the best. <laughs> Bob. Bob, wake up, buddy. I'm awake. I'm just, I'm looking at this display and I'm wondering what this means. Jesus Christ. I loved when Batista told Hunter... He was quitting, and he, he just gave wave. him the little political wave, and he got the uh, fuck out of there right. to go back to Hollywood and make a shitload of easy money. Smart man. Oh, he's brilliant. So Bob, the shield in a fucking walk. Bob, yes. who's winning this match? The shield. Now, a match that certainly got a lot more interesting when Oh, oh can Charlotte we also, beat- real quick though, real quick before we jump. What do we, do we think that the New Day is just going to stay together in perpetuity? They or- should. You know what? You I, know what I, I would love for Big E to like kind of break out though and have like a good singles run with a title. You know what I love about Big E is Big E can do all these promos where he's acting like a goofball. He's being a big dumb idiot. The minute he gets in that ring, he's a fucking badass. it's like Big E's no joke. Watch the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And he still has that. A lot of people can't do the comedy and still be like Ask a serious yeah. threat. When Biggie gets in the ring, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's I, fun to watch. They're all fun to watch. Xavier God. Woods has really stepped it up over the last couple of years, too. I hope my boy, Rusev, along with my other boy, uh, what's his name? Aiden English. Aiden English show up. Aiden English is fucking awesome. We knew the singing would get over when we saw it in NXT. I don't know why he ever dropped that gimmick. It's the best. Him singing about Rusev Day, it's never going to get old. They could do it for a thousand years. <laughs> He's a hometown boy, too, man. He's from the Chicago he? area. Oh, yeah. my God. He's even better. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's I, sing it. I Let's always see if we get time to shit out of him. It's Rusev Day. Alex, you do it so well. Thank you. <laughs> I try. I've always enjoyed Aiden English. That sing-off he had with Big Cass in NXT is delightful. Him and uh, Gotch was it was a fun tag team. They got fucking destroyed when they came up to the main roster, but I enjoyed the VOD villains. I think there was that match where Rusev was wrestling Big E. It was like a couple weeks ago. And Aiden English gets up on the announcer table and he starts singing about Rusev Day to distract Big E. And 
Xavier Woods comes over and starts playing the trombone. Francesca is her name. Francesca. And I loved when Aiden English just jumps off the announcer's table and hits him with the double axe handle and then runs into the ring to run away for his life. <laughs> it was awesome. He's a delight. I kind of like He's great. He's great as like him. that slimy heel. He's, well, he's awesome. Got that, he's got that look. Right? And Rusev is just having a great time. Hey, Rusev's just living his best life, I man. have no idea why Rusev and Lana aren't on TV together. It's just, it's one of those things where an act is too good, so we must break it up. Yes. How dare they? How dare they? Like, oh, oh let's have Lana wrestle. Yeah, no, bad idea. Oh, Rusev came in the WrestleMania on a tank. He came in on a tank. He's a winner forever. He is. Has, I mean, think about this. You know Rusev? He's like an immigrant. He is. He's a great man. He is. I'm, I wish I was Rusev. Rusev's the man. All right. So we got Alexa Bliss v. Charlotte Flair. And this match got a lot better when Charlotte beat Natalia for the title on SmackDown. I don't know if you saw all this. Nat- Charlotte wins the title. Huge baby face. because they're, they're, there, right? They're in Charlotte. So the place is going nuts. Hometown rules did not apply, shockingly. She, yeah, well, there's certain things where you can get around that, and one of them is being Ric Flair's daughter. Although I think she actually has lost the title to Sasha and Charlotte before. I think that did happen once. Maybe. We'd have it might have been that one where Sasha bent her over the bar in the um, in the crowd. Remember that? Vaguely, yeah. In the bank statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the handlebar. Uh, so after the match, Charlotte cuts a promo, and she's like, you know... I'm dedicating this match to my father. And he showed up in the ramp, didn't he? He couldn't be here tonight. Oh, and then dad shows up. She's walking back. All of a sudden, Flair comes out. It was awesome. She runs to him, hits him with the big hug. Look, I'm sure this was all planned out and they told Charlotte everything. Doesn't matter. The acting was actually, Charlotte was so great in this. You started to wonder... Did they not tell her that Ric Flair was here? Did they sneak him in? I don't know. They might have. They might have snuck him in after the like the match started. Maybe because her reaction was so real, and you don't get a lot of that. You don't. It's like wow, a happy ending in a pro wrestling match in a WWE wrestling match. Exactly. Like I should clarify. Shocking. That was awesome. On the main roster, I no, mean, we've was, had we've had great. some solid happy endings on NXT before. This is actually interesting because we have. Two of, like, Vince's prized women. We have Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. Neither one of these people loses, essentially, ever. I think this has the... I would say this match, maybe more than any other, has fuck finish written all over it, where no one, like... It's just, like, a stupid DQ in the end. You think so? I'd say say chances are very high. Charlotte wins via DQ. Alexa Bliss is going to do something to get out of there. Okay. But you're calling Charlotte to win, though. I would say Charlotte wins. That's my gut as well. Bob? Charlotte. Now, speaking of the women, we have the Women's Survivor Series match. And it's Alicia Fox, Rock Blood, (laughs) Asuka, Sasha, and Bayley. Versus Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Tamina, and to be decided. Now, who else would that be? So, I think there's two possibilities. I mean, first of all, first of all, you could always do the random call up from NXT. I don't think that's what's happening here. I don't think at this point, you know, my running joke is 
once Vince sees Mandy Rose, she's going to be on the main <laughs> roster immediately. It's like, I still how did I not know about her? I still don't think Vince actually knows that Mandy Rose works there. So my two possibilities, I would say, would either be the obvious one that everyone thinks it's going to be is Paige. Because oh, I didn't even think of that. Paige, at some point, was going to be the fifth member of Team Raw instead of Bailey, and they changed their mind. And by the way, that shows you where Bailey is. Yeah. That she was going to be left off the show completely. Yep. She would have been hanging with Sammy and, uh, and Kevin. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. That might be a way Team SmackDown loses, is if those two fuck them over. They may fuck them over. But... You know, they had the whole thing where they got thrown off the European tour because they didn't do something they were supposed to do on SmackDown. Was that actual or was that a work? Oh, no, they legitimately got sent home. Okay. Okay. So, you know, that might have gotten shelved because they they might not want to do anything with Sammy and Kevin right now if they're mad at them. I don't know. But that's also a possible way Team Raw ends up winning. I did enjoy uh, Sammy and Kev getting the hell out of Dodge when the Shield showed up. I liked on. Oh no, bye. (laughs) I liked on SmackDown where they were doing this horrible segment to start the show where we're supposed to be like Shane McMahon rallying the troops and he's cutting a promo in front of a, in like a comedy club in front of the whole roster. And you see Kevin Owens in the background with this like fucking look on his face. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are in the back. Couldn't possibly give less of a fuck. I love those two so much. They're awesome. Mm, You deserve so much better so though they're making money man so so. that's another way that could end up going but back to the women i think it's either going to be Paige or maybe like a one night only for now type thing coming off dancing with the stars it could be nikki bella i think those are the two real possibilities for Mm -hmm. the spot yeah yeah, I could see that because you want like if if they just have it be Natalia, I mean that's gonna go over like a wet a fart, fucking you know? balloon, right? I mean that's gonna be horrible. If I that's mean, the I just person. never fucking connected with her. I I yeah, she's fine. She's a fucking maniac, but Nikki Bella, no, um, Paige, no, uh, Natalia. Oh, Natalia, yeah. Like her yeah. on Total Divas, like, yeah. and I know that's just whenever like I, whenever she's on Total Divas, I just hit the fast forward. She's so boring. Yeah. She's so boring. She's so fake. Speaking of Total Divas, I already texted you about this, but it was the absolute best. Naomi had her new title. You know, the whole storyline was supposed to be, and look, before the two people that listen to this tell me Total Divas is all bullshit. I know it's all bullshit. (laughs) Naomi had this storyline. It was supposed to be she took her SmackDown women's title and had it customized so it would have the lights on it. Remember how it, yeah. how it glows yeah, yeah, in the dark yeah, 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 and everything? Yeah, yeah. I remember lights that. Up. Well, supposedly she had this done without permission. Yeah, no. So they were mad when she when they found out about this. Like with, uh, what was it, like the first, the very first episode where Eva, Eva Marie said, like, I'm going to dye my hair. I'm going to dye my hair bright red without permission. Sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's the way that company works. Okay. <laughs> so... So it was supposed to be that Naomi did this. She didn't get permission. So Mark Carano pulls her into the office and he's like, you know, you can't really do stuff like this without going through the proper channels and getting permission because we have long-term plans. (laughs) And Erica, I fell off the fucking couch. I was laughing so hard. All the things I have ever seen on Total Divas that were complete bullshit 
this was the biggest bullshit oh, I've yeah. ever heard on Total Divas. Yes, correct. We have long-term plans. Fuck you, Mark Carano. You texted me that, and I had a, I had a solid like five-minute giggle about it as well. And not only that, but you take into account they have long-term plans with the women. Wrong. Oh, yeah. Incorrect. False. So, let's... let's 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 do two predictions here for the women's smash, the women's Survivor Series match. Sure. One, who's going to be the fill-in, and two, what team wins? Well, if we're factoring in the ruination of Asuka, I would say if you have the surprise team member coming back for SmackDown, because ideally what I would like to see is I'd like to see all of Team Raw get eliminated, and then Asuka just fucking like... Just goes through five women. Rip through everybody. But they're not going to do that. I think they're more likely to have something happen where Asuka just gets like magically pulled out of the match. Like she just ends up going to the back for some reason. They put her through a table or something. so fucking stupid. Maybe Um, her and Nia Jax get into a fight and they end up both running off. um, uh, Because of the... But then... I don't know. I'm going to say... I'm going to go Paige as the surprise. And I'm going to go with SmackDown winning. I'm going to say Nikki Bella is the surprise and Raw wins. Okay. Because I think Raw is losing the other one. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they want the clean sweep in the Survivor Series matches. Exactly. Okay. So Nikki, and you said SmackDown, right? No, Raw. You said Raw. Nikki and Raw. Nikki Bob. and Raw. <clears throat> Erica. Uh, for the surprise, Paige. I'm gonna say CM Punk. <laughs> you know, I heard he was in the back. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna take SmackDown for the for the win. Okay, uh, you're allowed to make that guess. CM Punk <laughs> in disguise or just dresses himself? No, 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 just himself. Okay. Yeah. Now, no. or that or Santino. Santina. Santina. And you said Raw. Or SmackDown. SmackDown. Okay. Now, the match that absolutely no one could possibly fucking care about and should be on the pre-show, I feel bad for my man, The Miz, overachiever in all things life. Can we talk about how much disrespect this poor fuck gets? Oh, constantly. Like, think back to fucking uh, SummerSlam where he's performing in front of literally 15 people. Because, like, no one was let in yet. So it's like, yeah, let's start it right now. You know what the Miz was on, Erica, this past week? The challenge reunion. Oh, was he really? He was the host. Nice. He hosts them every once in a while. Oh, nice. And he actually seems to know what's going on, so I think he's watching them. He's he's watching very closely. Hey, the challenge is awesome. (laughs) Poor the Miz, man. The Miz versus Baron Corbin. No one gives a fuck. I'll say Baron Corbin wins. I think I'm going to go with The Miz. Bob. The Miz. Bob, before I try to think of another topic to drag this out for three hours, is there anything is on your mind? Is there anything you would like to talk about other than cheesy breadsticks? Oh, man, those cheesy breadsticks. You know the ones I'm talking about, right? I've never had them. Oh, my God, Alex. They're actually pretty tasty. They're, they are I'm going to write that out a little better on a different piece of paper, Alex, because that's, like, janky as fuck, but... Um, 
I'm trying to think. What else did I Wasn't have? Wasn't there a trailer we wanted to talk about? Oh, the Deadpool trailer. Oh, yeah. Well, it was more of a teaser. It wasn't really a trailer. I don't care. It, it, Deadpool marketing is the best. Well, and it looks like from the small amount of footage we actually got to see that there there is money behind this one now. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll get a little bit more of the bug fuck action that you were kind of looking forward to in the first one. So the first one is a fun movie. I enjoy the mm-hmm. hell out of Deadpool. I don't care for Josh Brolin um, as Cable. Cable. It should have been Stephen Lang. It should have not Old been Josh Brolin. Grizzled fuck from uh, uh, Avatar. He would have been great. Um, a lot of people have said um, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Too. I think who's that's a little guy, too on the nose. Who's the guy though. from No Country for Old Men? Josh Brolin. No, no, no. There's someone else. Who am I thinking of? He was also, didn't he play like Lincoln in a movie or something? Who played Daniel Lincoln? Day-Lewis? Yes. Daniel Day-Lewis. That's who should be Cable. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis was not in No Country for Old Whatever. He would have been the most Dustin intense Hoffman Cable. Dustin Hoffman in Star Wars. He should have been Cable. They should have asked him and just seen what he said. And just got the reaction. That's all it should have been. Yeah. They should have had Ryan Reynolds it. in the Deadpool costume go to fucking Daniel Day-Lewis's house. Knock on the door and be like, would you like to be in my movie, please, sir? I'll tell you what, though. This time for Deadpool, I am not watching a trailer for it unless I'm sitting in the movie theater and, and it it's just like comes on. Out. Because one of the problems with Deadpool 1 was they had all these great jokes, but they threw them all in the trailer. And by the time I saw them in the movie, I had seen them a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And they were still funny but it didn't land like it would have if it was the first time I saw it. Yeah, I mean, and that's a general problem with movies right now. We were talking about this when we saw Thor. How awesome would it have been if they did not say that the Hulk was in that movie? If we didn't see that footage until it happened. Oh, it would have been a million times better. Hell yeah. Same with uh, Spider-Man in uh, and, and Civil you War. And honestly, for that trailer, the, Hulk, the Thor Ragnarok trailer... You could have easily done that trailer without the Hulk being in it. Yeah, you could have easily, easily done it. Goldblum sells you on that just by himself. What? That's him. Yeah, that's Bob the Dog. No, there was a, I think it was the fridge. I know what you're talking about, Alex. Um, right, Mr. Noises. Uh, no, they give away way too much in trailers nowadays. Like, what oh, yeah. was the one movie that I was saying that all you had to have was Robert Downey... Oh, Spider-Man. All Robert Downey Jr. had to do was walk out on, like, a white fucking stage. There's a new Spider-Man movie. You should go see it. So, it comes out this date. Okay, bye. Erica, before I forget, since it's the Overwatch free weekend, can we have an hour of Overwatch from each of you? If you will watch the first ten episodes of Steven Universe. In the next two weeks? Yes. What? That's not going to take an hour. That's going to take me five hours. It won't take you five hours. Steven Universe episodes are only like 11 minutes apiece. So you're looking at maybe like an hour and a half. We've done a lot for you so far, Alex, and you haven't done anything for us. What? What have you done for me lately, Alex? What have you done for me lately? Bob, what would this podcast be without me? Fucking nothing. It would just be you and Bob the dog, and Bob the dog's fucking awesome. (laughs) But you? eh, It's whatever. Can't argue with that. Oh, the dog's the man. All right, this first five episodes of Steven house. Universe. Deal. Okay. But you have to do two hours of Overwatch. I'm not doing two hours of Overwatch. I will do one hour of Overwatch. Damn it. Well, two hours between both of you. In between my Stardew Valley playing. 
You should see how good Stardew Valley looks on the Prothean Conduit. I mean, it doesn't look as good as Undertale, but it looks pretty fucking good. Um, That's the appropriate reaction. (laughs) Bob the dog will console you. I'm... I think you're genuinely genuinely going to enjoy Overwatch. I might. It's not usually my kind of a jam, but like I said, I've been watching a lot of the lore stuff. There's so many different characters. That's really kind of pulled me in. If you so, want to be a healer, you can be a healer. If you I want need to, be to a find. Tank, you can be a tank. I, I want. I mean, do they have ways of like finding matches that are like, oh, you've never played this before? When you first start playing, it always throws you into games with all people who are just starting playing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now there could be like Smurf accounts. But, Which, right. you know, someone who's played a shitload makes a new right, account. Right, 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 right. But generally, you're going to be playing against other people who are brand new. So it's going to be a bunch of people who just have no idea what's going on. Which is great. Which is right where you want to be. Bob, one hour, yes? Sure. Yes! And remember, it's got to be this weekend. Otherwise, you're going to have to, like, come over by me and play. You say that, like... Oh, oh, oh. go by your house. Oh, big negative. All right. So, yeah, one second, Bob, is there, is there anything else you want to talk about, Bob? No. Erica? One second. Okay. Oh, that's the episode nine. Okay, there's a wrestling episode in those first ten episodes of Steven Universe. Where can I go watch Steven Universe? I'll send you a link. Oh, we're stealing? Yes. Oh, man. I pay for things, Erica. It's only Bob that steals. <laughs> it's not on Netflix or something? It might be on, like, Hulu. I don't think it's on Netflix. Well, you have cable. You might be able to get it through the Cartoon Network. Nah, they got, like, a screwy amount. I'll, I'll, we'll hook you up. This don't worry Steven about Universe it. This Universe show better not suck. I'm interested to see, as I fucking adore it, I'm interested to see what you think of it. Okay. I'll be interested it, to hear some, your opinion. At some point, the three of us are also going to start a retro watch of The Challenge Rivals. It's only 10 episodes. It'll be quick. Alex has shown me the same clip of that. I think you forget that you show it to me. I don't think that's that's not from that season. Is it not? That's from the Gauntlet 3. But there's a clip of the challenge that Alex always likes to show. Johnny Bananas being treated like a fucking human backpack. Yes. Yes. Arguably the best moment in the challenge. You've shown me that moment like 15 times. All right, and Bob's like high as a fucking kite over yeah, here. Yeah, Bob's so. done. We're not doing any promos because no one gives us any fucking promos on this <laughs> network. Don't watch any of the other shows. I've heard they all suck. If I'm not on them, they're certainly not as bad or as uncomfortable as this one has been. <laughs> well, are we cutting all of that out? So maybe this eh, one wasn't uncomfortable. If they don't know what we're talking about, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we might cut it out. We might not. I don't know. What the fuck is wrong with you? Stop it. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. So... Bob, thanks for being here. I was happy to be here. Erica, thank you so much for being a guest star and putting up with Bob and all of his fucking bullshit. It's and you. You're the one who brought everything up and made everything weird. That no, was your no, fault. No. That was your mm, fault, Alex. I disagree. It's your fault. I, I politely disagree. Yeah, okay, that's good. I could give you a written apology where I never say sorry if you would like. I can just isolate what you just said there on the uh, on the edit. So that's cool. Thanks. We, we we can pull out I'm sorry from Alex, make it part of our soundboard, and then we can plug it in and just hit it random times. We don't have a soundboard. As Yet. always, I would just like to say thanks for forcing me to do this. Oh, I thought you were going to close with something else. I'm a little sad well, now. And I feel I must proclaim that it's Rusev Day. I'm a little sad that 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 was it too.
There's a specific one I'm looking for, and I don't think what I'm going to get What are you looking for? What you said last time. Oh, well. I thought that would be our sign-off from now we're, on. We're out of time. We got to go. That one? No. Or no, is there another one? What's the other? What do I suppose Alex, hug me. Oh. Hold me tight. Oh, wait. Cuts. We gotta, we're done. We gotta... We're done. All right, end it. And it's over 9,000. Not good enough. Fuck you. Erica. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I really I appreciate you being a guest star. Whatever. Bob, don't take any more drugs, buddy. It was rough. <laughs> Just had some NyQuil. That's the fucking crazy thing. Hug me. NyQuil's great. Hold me tight. I said it already. Nah, no, mine's better. It's ruined forever. No. We'll do it next time. We'll do it live. End the show. End the show, Bob. Hit the button. This has been a Puma Knife production.